Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a terrific football Tuesday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. It is You Better You Bet, and it is you here on the BetQL Network. Great to be on with our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. If you're watching us on Stadium, we appreciate you very much. We got a badass two hours of wagertainment coming your way. Our friend Pete Prisco will join us in 20 minutes. The great Pete Prisco from CBS Sports. We'll talk with Pete about Jacksonville's loss last night to the Cincinnati Bengals. His expectation as to when we'll see Trevor Lawrence back in action at quarterback for the Jaguars and the entire slate coming up week 14 in the National Football League. America's college football insider Brett McMurphy will join us next hour on the show from the Action Network. We'll talk bowl season with the great Brett McMurphy. Kind of like, are there, are there any bets we should be jumping on now? Do we expect players to be hitting the transfer portal? And, of course, the two national playoff semifinals with Michigan and Bama, Texas, and Washington. We'll also continue our handicap week 14 of the National Football League. We'll touch on Jake Browning and the resurgent Bengals against the Colts. That's coming up later this segment. We'll touch on the Browns and the Jaguars, probably without Trevor Lawrence. The Cowboys and the Eagles and a certified banger on Sunday Night Football from Big D. And the Monday Night Football doubleheader. The Dolphins and the Titans. The Packers and the Giants will be starting. It's a Tommy DeVito baby for the third consecutive game. So a great two hours coming your way here on Stadium. And then in the final hour of the show, the Power Hour, Matt Moore stops by from the Action Network. All of his NBA bets coming up for tonight. And uh, our bets for tonight as well. National Hockey League, NBA in-season tournament, and college basketball. So a lot to do here over the course of the next three hours. But Ken, as always, when, uh, when a weekend's in the National Football League, don't you feel like... And you, the person watching and listening right now, don't you feel like it's important that we hold accountable the losers, the haters from the week that was in the National Football League? The good news 
I'm here to do that for everybody right now. And when and I will have a temptation to do it for Christian Kirk for the Jaguars since I lost my bet last night, but we won't do that. Hope Christian Kirk is back in action soon here for the Jacksonville Jaguars with that core injury he suffered. We'll roll through every single game from the NFL in Week 13, and the people who cost us bets, the people that are the biggest losers from these games. With this edition, Jake Hassan of He's a Slap. Start on Thursday night. Cowboys and the Seahawks. Doesn't it feel like that game was played like a month ago? Cowboys and Seahawks last Thursday night. What a game. Dak Prescott slinging it. Geno Smith slinging it. You know what the biggest loser was from that game? Do you remember the TV show, The Biggest Loser? I never watched it, but I know it was a show when people like lost a lot of weight. And apparently, someone was telling me that like after the show, the people like that lose all the weight, like they all like put the weight back on because they're not like in like a like a camp anymore to lose weight, not work, exercise like nine hours a day. That sucks for them. Anyway, the biggest loser, not just week 13 in the National Football League, in life, Jamal Adams for the Seattle Seahawks. This clown, the form, former Jet safety Joe, the only good thing Joe Douglas has ever done as a Jets general manager was trading this clown to the Seahawks for two first-round picks. Not only does Jamal Adams get get burnt by Jake Ferguson, not even like Travis Kelsey, not Sam Laporta, not Mark Andrews, not Dalton Kincaid, gets burnt by Jake Ferguson a couple times on Thursday night. Ferguson joined with Jamal Adams, who you remember for the Monday Night Football game against the Giants earlier this year, gets concussed and screaming at like the independent like like neurologist on the sideline, you know, because this guy's an absolute clown, and he's got a, a screw loose, and he's a phony, and that's what everyone in the Jets media has been saying about Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams has the gall, the temerity, because he's a jerk to go after one of the Jets beat writers who dared to criticize him on social media by literally posting a picture of the guy with his wife with the headline, yikes. Like, that's the tweet that this guy sent out. And then goes on a Twitter tirade saying, actually, I don't care about any of you. I don't care about any of this. Hashtag Prez. You know you're cool when you give yourself a nickname. Should impeach this moron. Impeach the Prez. Also, if you're the type of guy that has to tell everyone how little you care while you're responding to everybody, chances are you care. You stink. Like, you might be a pro athlete and you might have a lot of money, but you're a loser and no one likes you and you're a jerk. Who would want to be friends with this guy in real life? Jamal Adams, absolute clown, the biggest loser, and the biggest slap in the, in the National Football League this season. We'll move on to Sunday's games. Chargers and the Patriots in New England. You know who the slap is from this game? You, if you bet the over. Imagine talking yourself into that one. Oh, it's really low. Oh, they've got Justin Herbert, the Zap Man's quarterback for the Patriots. Oh, oh, baby. Yeah, Bailey Slappy, quarterback in the Patriots. He's a slap, and so are you. 6 nothing final score. How'd you feel about that game, idiot? Underbetters, geniuses, overbetters, absolute slaps. Cardinals and Steelers in Pittsburgh. You know who the loser is in this game? Mother Nature. Some of us just wanted to watch this football game. I wanted, I, I, we have bets on this game. We got player props on this game. I got fantasy going on in this game. Two, two lightning delays? Like one wasn't bad enough? Two Two, one, two lightning, two lightning delays in this game. Hey, Mother Nature, take the Sunday off. We're good on you. Mother Nature slap 
from the Cardinals and the Steelers. Colts and the Titans. I feel kind of bad about doing this because we're piling on a little bit. But, man, did anyone watch the Titans special teams this past weekend? So bad. I'm not even going to say the guy's name because I can't remember. Like like Craig Ackerman or something. Anyway, sounds like a CPA. Craig, the guy gets fired, the Titans special teams coach. And remember, imagine asking the guy, oh, like, oh, you got you, you lost your job. Like, what happens? Like, were there, you know, how bad were the special teams? Oh, well, you know, well, we had back-to-back punt, punts blocked. It was actually really brutal. Oh, is that it? No. Our, our punt coverage was so bad that our punter literally had his leg exploded because we didn't cover the gunner that came in. So not only did you lose the game because of the special teams, but poor, like, Riley Stonehouse or whatever his name is, have extensive rehabilitation because you can't cover guys coming in to block the punt. I feel bad because he got fired. Also... Not great at his job. Slap. Craig Ackerman, whatever his name is. Texans and the Broncos. Russell Wilson. The whole handicap, Russ. The whole handicap. Why we like you in the game. Why we like the Broncos. Because you're not supposed to turn it over, and C.J. Stroud does. What happens in the game? Three interceptions. Final play of the game on offense for the Broncos does this great Matador routine, like escapes coverage, and I'm watching the game thinking, like, oh, my God, we got a chance here. Hey, Russ, it's like you're, like, like 16 for Russ in the league. Why are you rushing it? Russ... Broncos country, let's lose. What a jerk. Russell Wilson, slap. Uh, Saints and Lions. Just think that Derek Carr and Dennis Allen suck. I have nothing more to add. They're both slaps, and we'll see if Derek Carr ends up playing this weekend. Falcons and the Jets. How can it not be Bobby Sala? Hey, 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 Rob. Hey, Robbie. Like, what What was the point of starting Tim Boyle in this game if you're gonna, literally going to release him two days later? You know that Trevor Simeon's the better option. I love that everyone in New York now is now like, you got to go back to Zach. Like, did I miss something here? Like, everyone was calling for Zach Wilson to get benched a couple of weeks ago, and now that he wasn't benched, now it's so, it's so much worse that we got to put Zach back in? Are people nuts? Are you absolutely nuts? So Sala... Who like, yeah, Timmy's going to, he calls him Timmy. Like, it's hockey. Oh, like, 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 oh, like, what's called Messier, Messi. Oh, wait, wait, Timmy's going to start. Really? And then he's so bad, you bench him for Trevor Simeon, and then you cut Tim Boyle? Robert Sala, too much time dyeing his beard. He's got just, it looks so natural, no one can tell, except for everybody. Not enough time getting your offense coached up. Robert Sala, big time slap. Dolphins and the Commanders. You know who's the loser in this game? If you bet on the Washington Commanders. Miami, easy buddy. If you bet Washington, sorry for you. Also, you're kind of a slap. Panthers and the Buccaneers. Man, I feel like I'm the loser here because I got PTSD back to week two. Panthers and the Saints when Bryce Young does nothing the entire game. And then they score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion to push my bet. Same thing happens again this week. Hey, Bryce, if you're going to be bad, just be bad. Be bad the whole game. He's also like he's like the greatest two-point conversion quarterback apparently in NFL history. Can't do anything else right, but when it comes to the two-point play, the guy's Tom Brady. Bryce Young, jerk, and also a slap. Niners and the Eagles. Honestly, I'm the idiot here. I took three points with Philadelphia. Nothing more to add. Browns and the Rams. The Browns defense with Jim Schwartz. Hey, hey guys, like you want to be called an elite defense, one of the best defenses we've seen in 15 years? Maybe don't let the Rams score 30-plus points on you. Like, Joe Flacco, sure, threw the interception at the end of the game. Also, he came off the street and threw for 250 on the Rams' defense on the road. Browns' defense, big-time slaps. Chiefs and the Packers, great officiating in the final minute of the game. I mean, you got the roughing call on Mahomes. Like, Marquez Valdez-Gantling gets, like, stone-cold stunnered on that final pass. No pass interference. No big deal. All good. Travis Kelsey gets the clothesline from hell in the end zone on the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Eh, we're not going to throw the flag. No problem here. The referees are absolutely terrible. Also, we all then watched every 
replay of Jake Browning against the Jaguars on Monday Night Football, but the referees were definitely slaps. And then we go to Monday Night Football with the Jaguars and the Bengals, where, you know, a lot of people like this Jaguars defense. I started them in a couple fantasy leagues thinking, oh, they're definitely going to play well, right? With the other Josh Allen and Trevon Walker and company. And then they get torched and make JB look like JB. Jake Browning look like Joe Burrow. So how do you think they feel about Trevon Walker? Took him number one overall because he's got long arms. Do you think they wish they took Aiden Hutchinson? Or Kayvon Thibodeau? Or Derek Stingley? Or Sauce Gardner? When was the last time anyone heard anyone say the name Trevon Walker? Seems like a pretty bad pick, number one overall, for a bad Jaguars defense. Because they're slaps. Uh, I guess that's it. We just ran through all the games. I think I'm the biggest slap for betting the Eagles, plus three, honestly. <laughs> also, like, screw Jamal. What a jerk Jamal Adams is. I hated that last week. All right. So there you have it. Pretty crazy. But can I give you a uh, can I give you a market update? I don't want to do the weather games. We'll do those tomorrow because we'll know more about weather tomorrow. We'll have to do them a little bit today because we're we'll, we'll do a couple of them. But like overall, there's there's gonna be a lot of really bad weather. Uh, the Jets with the beard dying Robert Sala taking taking a bunch of money right now. <laughs> so te- Texans now down to five in a few places in that game. Uh, some five and a halfs on the board. There are no longer sixes. They don't exist anymore. Uh, this game opened six and a half, by the way, for people who are curious with Houston on the road. Kind of interesting. Don't know if that's a, uh, I don't think that's like anything there. Cause the only quarterback news was the ripping thing, right? Today, there wasn't anything else that was like concrete or would make you like the jets more. Um, do you, how do you explain I guess if I, I, it probably, they're going back to Zach, probably. Back to Zach. How nice. Yeah, so that's just great. I, I like. Am I am I off base here? That like everyone's calling. Well, you got to go back to Zach now. Like he gives them the best chance to win. Does he? He's. Do people horrendous. watch the games? They went like he, four I, games without a touchdown, and he quarterbacked all of them. I. I, I think it's Simeon, and it's not even close, gives them the best chance to win. And like, look, like Simeon's bad. Like, I'm not saying Simeon's good, but like, you, yeah, you can't put the Zach back here. in there. And yeah, it can't just be keep spinning the roulette wheel with a new guy. Yeah. It can't be ripping it's, after it's the way he played. Like, he was so bad, the Rams cut him two days after they started him in Lambeau against Green, against the Packers. You can't start Brett Ripping. Yeah. To me, this is Zach playing. And, like, I, I guess I guess there's interest in Zach Wilson. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't, I, don't have, uh, I don't have anything else to offer. I just thought it was interesting the Jets got bet. Uh, anything got else? Right. I saw, like, one, one other interesting move in the NFL that's escaped. Oh, oh, and the, uh, oh, the, the Steelers, the Patriots got bet, and now that's back up to six. I saw that came off six earlier today. Uh, yeah, so the, that game, still six at MGM, still six everywhere. Uh, the Ravens are, like, really more like seven and a half than seven now against the Rams. That's, like, half seven and a half, half sevens. Um, Cowboys, I think, are going to, we haven't done that game yet. I think they're going to stay like three and a half really in the market. I don't know if anything else sidewise, I don't think any else. Uh, I mean, obviously we'll do Colts Bengals here in a second. Like that side changed as a result of last night's game and how well Browning played. Yeah. And then the biggest thing when we do these games, there's going to be like six games impacted potentially by severe weather. Uh, if you're thinking like, wow, I should go bet the unders in those games. You're five points too late in some situation. I mean, it's just the totals have plummeted in a bunch of these games. And they're going to keep going down as we get closer because as we get confirmation that the weather is really going to be that bad, you'll see the totals drop more. But, like, you're you're not first, you're not second, you're not third on any of this stuff. And now it's like, well, what if it's not bad? 
because you look at a game like Colts Bengals, total's been bet down three points, two and a half points. It's a it's a Shane Steichen over game, and Browning's competent. Like if there isn't weather in that game now, like what's the right? That would have been an over banger if that game was not being taking place in Cincinnati on Sunday. And now weather is kind of stalling. I feel like uh, handicaps of a lot of these games because there may not be a lot of downfield passing. I. I'm hoping, at least in that game, that we get like the weather clearing because I would love to bet a hashtag Shane Steichen over in that yeah. game. I kind of want to root for Jake Browning over. to score points. I, I, I feel like he's going to play. I have no reason to believe he won't. Like, I don't think he's going to play as well as he did. Like, plays as well as he did last night. Then, like, he should be. They, 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 some other team should sign. Like, they can win the Super Bowl. They can win the Super yeah. Bowl if he plays like he did last night. I don't think that's going to happen, but I certainly think like they they can get over like a low total like this if the weather is okay. Especially on the flip side with like the the the, the frenetic pace that the Colts play at running a billion plays a game. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, so uh, just the the cities I think that people probably know are impacted by weather, but like worth checking these games, checking the forecast. Cleveland, and we'll do the full updates with it move tomorrow. Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Uh, Maybe the Giants game. Chicago was the other big one. Um, I think that's it. And then Pittsburgh Thursday night, you're just going to kind of have to like monitor a little bit too. I, I feel like just on that Lions-Bears game, like everyone, everyone likes Chicago. I, I'm I'm looking forward to laying like a cheap three with the Lions oh, yeah. on Sunday in that game. Yeah, we're oh, big yeah. time contrarian Detroit yeah. in that game. Yeah, I love that. On the other side, Pete Prisco joins us from CBS Sports, breaking down the Jaguars' loss last night and everything coming up week 14 in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.